Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. In uh, a number of uh, podcasts, uh, I have lately been talking about some fairly uh, abstract uh, and sometimes philosophical issues. Uh, uh, I hope they're <laughs> I hope they're interesting to listen to and and uh, and important to, uh, for writers to consider. But uh, maybe it'd be fun to get back to uh, some uh, uh, you know. Uh, hard on the page uh, uh, kind of uh, considerations, you know, like like for example format. So let's spend a, uh, maybe a, a few podcasts talking about format I- issues. I do get asked about them uh, uh, quite uh, uh, quite constantly, and um, uh, maybe people find that find that useful. But I got to start with how it all came about. Uh, that I thought to do this, uh, and I have to discuss a relatively abstract, uh, more ethereal, more intellectual, uh, less um, uh, hard knocks kind of uh, hold it in your hand uh, consideration, and that is theme. I um, uh, uh, have my my uh, third novel coming out, as I bragged in previous. Podcasts will continue to do so and talk about an even worse, uh, <laughs> worse detail, greater and greater detail. Uh, uh, oh, I hope you find it fun to listen to, and I hope you find the book fun to to read. It's called Deadpan, but more about that, more about that uh, later. Um, but my very first book was also my my first novel. It was called Barry and the Persuasions. Uh, Barry and uh, the Persuasions, and um, it was a uh, a story about this uh, uh, group of high school kids in the fifties. It was a doo wop New York doo wop kind of coming of age story. I I uh, and that's the point, uh, the kind of story that it was. Um, I thought it was a story about uh, myself. It was loosely, very loosely based on stuff that really did happen. Which is my my pals and I. We sang in the streets. We were a doo wop group, and we. Uh, we made a demo uh, in the, the legendary Brill Building. We recorded a demo, a two-sided demo, a, an upbeat, uh, uh, ditty, kind of good rocking tune. And the other side, the B side, a, a sloppy, sentimental, romantic ballad, teenage ballad. Um, we really did do that, and the book, uh, you know, no, we never did did get a label, but. Uh, Live in harmony uh, uh, more effectively if you sing in harmony um, was really what what uh, what came out of, of all of it, uh, um, and that was the subject. I mean, that really did happen, but but uh, I played fast and loose with the with the facts. Uh, I had all kinds of things happen that never did happen, and I had things that uh, happened uh, <laughs> really did happen, not happen, and have things go the other ways. It's called fiction, you know. Uh, this is why it's called the creative, because you're creating the story. And the more and more I find uh, uh, the story uh, in the end kind of creates you. Um, in any event, when I read reviews of it, when people responded to, to, to the book, it didn't sell very many 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 copies, Barry and the Persuasions. Um, but I did well with it. I uh, got a lot of work. Uh, writing those kinds of stories for um, the studios. And um, 
Uh, indeed, the, uh, the, the film rights to uh, Barry and the Persuasions were bought by a major studio and I was hired to do the adaptation, write the screenplay and, uh, you know, the double whammy, uh, film rights money, and 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 uh, you know an above scale assignment, right? A feature at a major studio. Uh, no, no complaints in any event. Years later, I saw Jersey Boys. I had always wanted to make a, a musical out of Marion the Persuasions, a doo musical, but I, I um, a stage musical, but I didn't. Uh, uh, have songs. I thought I did, needed a songwriter, and who would write? Could write stuff like that. Well, Paul Simon, maybe, or even Frank Zappa did some great fifties uh, style recordings, just amazing. Um, uh, uh, Billy Joel, very much into doo wop. Uh, Randy Newman uh, could 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 do it. Uh, Aaron Neville. Uh, uh, oh, I don't know if Aaron. Writes? Does he? Does he? If he does, he could certainly write some some do up. He sings it. Uh, he sings it uh, uh, so beautifully. Um, uh, the uh, uh, when I did when I did uh, um, read reviews of it, I read that it was uh, the critics um, praised it. God bless them. But they, but they characterized it as a coming-of-age story, loss of innocence, an adolescent rite-of-passage story, lost innocence and all of that. And when I read that, I thought to myself, what? Yes, yes, that's, that's what it is, exactly what it is. But the point is, while writing it, I did not know that. I only found that out post-facto. And that's the nature of themes. You don't really know what you're writing about until you're done writing about it. You think you're writing about one thing, but you're really about writing about something something else. You're talking about something that happened to you, even if it's some surrogate uh, 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 version <laughs> that you made up. Uh, the, uh, there's something universal in it. Uh, again, like Lost Innocence, for example. Um, um, in any event... Uh, after seeing Jersey Boys, I thought, wait a minute, I don't need... I mean, I had no chance to get Zappa or, or even when he was alive. Uh, never mind Billy Joel and, and Paul Simon. And how was I going to get them to write songs? <laughs> for, how was I going to, you know, get them to even take a letter from me? Um, and then I realized after Jersey Boys, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, the jukebox musical, use the, uh, the tunes, the actual... Um, uh, uh, hit tunes of the of the era uh, and cover them live with uh, you know on stage as part of the uh, part of the show. Um, and so I did that. I uh, I wrote that adaptation, and there was a uh, uh, and I really thought it was just uh, oh kind of a review of duop. Uh, nothing wrong with that, but you know no real story to it. Just. Kind of, I saw the the narrative that I'd written into the novel as a uh, kind of a clothesline to hang the the tunes on, and I didn't realize until there was a, a, a staged a a rehearsed uh, uh, on book table read through sing through of the of the play in the musical theater program at UCLA, directed by my pal and colleague. Uh, Professor Jeremy Mann, the musical director, 
It was an afternoon uh, presentation for friends and, and colleagues uh, who would give advice and notes and stuff like that. It was a single, single most uh, expansive, um, healing, exciting, nourishing, creative experience I'd ever had. And, oh, I'd love to, uh, I would so love to get that show uh, produced on uh, on stage, a full production mounted of it. And so I want to get it into the proper format uh, to get it um, uh, presentable to the handful of of companies that might uh, represent production entities uh, in this uh, in this regard and so what i'm doing is um, hiring uh, i'm retaining the services of an expert uh, who, a consultant and analyst who specializes in that who can uh, you know show me exactly what kind of shape uh, to get to get that in um Format. What kind of format? If you want to come across as a professional, you have to uh, you have to come across to yourself as a professional. You want other people to come on to you as a, to, to perceive of you that way. Uh, then you need to perceive of yourself that way, and that means the right format. Let's go into detail in in format questions in the uh, upcoming uh, several podcasts. Okay, real hands on stuff. Okay. Thanks for bearing with me while I discuss uh, theme. Remember, theme comes next, comes last. Uh, first comes story. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walker. Please subscribe on Substack and Medium and do uh, share these episodes with your your pals on, on uh, social media. And come back uh, and uh, listen to me uh, uh, in my next podcast.